0: So welcome to episode two of go figure we now have a name um, but we haven't actually come up with a standardized introduction to it yet which i think we need to get started for the next one because it's part of it isn't it you have a standardized introduction but you are here today with myself lucy
1: and myself grace
0: wonderful that'll do I think, I think that's, yeah, standard, that's all isn't right, isn't it?
1: Like That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'll do, that's, that's realistically all you need to know. But we'll sort of touch on what we're actually going to talk today and it'll be in the title as well. So you'll have got a bit of a heads up. You won't have come into this blind. And I came across an article um, the other day. I did an Instagram post. If you've not seen it, rude. Go check it, go like it, go share it, go share it do everything with it because it's <laughs> amazing. Um, but I came across this magazine in my house the other day and it's um, a women's own diet special. So I just thought, oh God, here we go. There's going to be some um, interesting things Mm -hmm. in here but I did give it the benefit of the doubt I thought you know what times have changed we know more stuff about dieting and how to actually lose weight now maybe there's some good stuff in here so I'd have flick through yeah and I got to a page that said 25 diet tricks that work and um what we're going to do today is we're actually just going to go through all of these Individually, um, Grace doesn't, hasn't read this yet. She knows a few of them because I've already given her a heads up, but she's new to some of these as well. And face <laughs> is gonna go, yeah, we're gonna go through them and unpick them one by one. And basically, first of all, dispel if it's fact or fiction, if it's completely not a mm-hmm. BS, or if it has actually got some merit to it, and why actually is this true? What is the truth behind this? Because some of them are true, but the descriptions of why they're true were a a poor, you know, they, they don't actually tell you, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say there?
1: So explain as to why they work. Yeah, it's, it's at just the, end of the day if a diet works, it's because it gets you into a calorie deficit. That's the main thing that we need to point out. So yeah. these methods may work, but they do so by getting you into a calorie deficit. Yeah, I mean, the,
0: the heading itself is shocking. It says these diet tricks will help you shift unwanted pounds the healthy way
1: oh wow okay okay so let, let's start
0: let's go with number one let's go chronologically so number one is never eat in front of the tv okay I'm gonna go with that he's actually got I wouldn't say it's a fact that he's definitely gonna make you lose weight but there's definitely some merit behind that I think I think yeah. we actually talked about it in our last podcast about being mindful about being present and we did, didn't we? Because mm-hmm. I'm about eating on an evening. And if you eat on an evening and you're just watching TV, and you're not present, it can lead to overeating. So there's definitely yeah. you're not
1: quite if you're distracted by something while you're eating, you're not quite present in what you're doing. So you may not recognize your fullness and hunger cues. Um, So that can then lead you to obviously not being full. So you end up eating more than you need to. And just not being mindful around your food choices as well. So that does definitely have merit. That is something that I recommend my clients try and do: is eat yeah. without distractions.
0: Whether it's got it's true or not, the the, the quote underneath it says, "You'll consume thirty percent more than at a dinner table if you eat in front of the TV." Now, I'm I'm pretty sure that statistic's just literally being drawn out of a hat, but <laughs> it probably has. But I, it is true. So, I mean, I, I'm anyone can. Say that they probably do eat more when they're not actually mindful present in it because you're not actually focusing on the food, you're not focusing on chewing it, you're not focusing on what you're actually eating, and you can just actually just therefore eat more. So whether it's thirty percent or not, there is probably merit to that one. So we'll go fact. I want. Would you say?
1: Yeah, I would say that's pretty true. I think almost like vice versa. I think if you do eat in front of the telly and you often um are distracted while you're eating then you could put yourself into a calorie surplus and stop yourself yeah. from losing weight because how many times have like i know i've done it before and you must have like sat in front of the tv just eating a bag of crisps or something like that you don't even realize when you finish the bag because you're so distracted you <laughs> haven't even your hands your in the bag like scraping around yeah, like
0: oh, oh i've even eaten
1: them all like, know what you've done and it's almost like what is the point of doing that you haven't even recognized that you've eaten that food no. So you've got nothing on no. it. <laughs> no. Right, let's go to the next one. This one's,
0: uh, I'll let you, I'll, I'm not even going to give my opinion. I'll let you give yours. Number two, oh, no. enjoy the odd brunch. And I'll, I'll read the caption. Eating a late morning meal can be waistline friendly. As long as it genuinely replaces breakfast and lunch, rather than adding an extra eating session, tuck into eggs and lean bacon, which will keep the hunger at bay.
1: Oh, that's a, quite a good one to kind of pick apart because it's quite good that it says yeah. if it if it replaces did it say replaces breakfast and lunch
0: yeah what i think he's trying to say is collate them rather than yeah
1: yeah yeah so, i mean if you were to combine so that's essentially like taking a meal away yeah basically really.
0: or intermittent so fasting you bring or... yourself
1: into a calorie deficit in that sense because you're consuming less Calories throughout the day. So it's good that it doesn't say, like, don't add it in because that's what a lot of people think, like, by fasting or something like that, missing a meal, that that means that they're going to um eat less, but they just save that food for later in the day and still consume yeah. it. So, so yeah, it's quite so good point out.
0: It, and yeah, then you,
1: what's it said? Um, bacon and egg? Yes, lean, lean bacon, though. It's got to be lean bacon okay okay well that's a good protein source so that yeah. can help satiate you so yeah. it is there is merit in them saying that it will help keep you fuller for longer mm. um with that particular kind of food choice but at the end of the day you should eat when you're hungry and in a yeah. way that works best for you yeah. so yeah. if you yeah. aren't hungry in the morning and you'd rather eat a little bit later maybe before lunchtime then by all <laughs> means go for brunch if that means that you're not going to overeat at some point in the day because you've waited too long
0: yeah yeah a little there's, bit I mean yeah there's yes yes and no to that one then we'll go with yes and no number three about that one yeah well I think about that one is it's everything you said if if you aren't actually that hungry in the morning and you just eat for the sake of eating breakfast because Kellogg say it's the most important meal of the day or that 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 and the other and you're Kellogg's just
1: ed- wanting <laughs> you to buy their product <laughs> <why>. yeah
0: <laughs> if you're just throwing having a meal for the sake of it's breakfast every week's breakfast and you're never really that hungry in the morning and you're trying to diet well that's a eating window that you're pretty much wasting because you're not really that hungry so if yeah. that's you in that instance then yeah that would definitely hold merit push pushing that window back eating later on when you are actually hungry and satisfying that hunger but if you are like grace says if you are hungry i'm hungry when i wake up most days i'm like damn mm-hmm. i want some breakfast we'll eat like and if you aren't then adding food and saving it later on then it works but i think for some people that would work
1: but yeah.
0: It's very individual dependent again this is an issue with a lot of these it's it's generalizing and it you can't really generalize why does it no the next one's brilliant this is the funny one uh, get minted oh is the headline and it says researchers showed people who sniff mint when they had a craving lost more weight than non-inhalers <laughs> no
1: i would love to see the research on this
0: i would so <laughs> next year grace when we go on prep um just sniff all, all we have to do mint. is just—we just, we just have to <laughs> set up um some mint leaves under our in our office. Just sniff that all day, and we'll be sound We won't be hungry. You we won't are. be starving.
1: Seriously, it's actually so funny because I bought a mint plant like two days ago, and a leaf fell off, and I was just sat there smelling it. So <laughs> it seems quite appropriate. Do we
0: get rid of your cravings? I,
1: mean, I was still hungry, so it didn't work. <laughs> well, there you go proof
0: there we've got some actual research to show that that doesn't work moving on
1: the only only thing i can think there is that because mint smells pretty fresh it would encourage you to eat fresher food that's the only thing i could think
0: i've got no idea if anything i would have thought it had made you possibly hungrier because mint can have sort of help with your digestion digestive properties and if you're digesting stuff better then you're more likely to be hung. I don't know. That would be my hypothesis, but sh- we could do a study on this. Maybe we should. Okay, Okay. so the next one, it's just quite a good one, actually. It says, only cook what you need. If you cook large portions, you'll eat large portions, says Tristan. Um, weigh things out to avoid making too much. I think there's merit
1: in that. Yeah, tons of merit. Yeah. It like- really,
0: really good. Well, you, it's simple isn't it if you make more than you need if you make a massive portion you'll want to go back for more you'll put more on your plate just cook what you want weigh it out portion it, and you're not going to overeat simple okay okay number five this is a good one actually this is one that i'm actually surprised they've talked about sleep well lack of sleep has a direct effect on our mood and hunger says julie um sleep deprived individuals have increased levels of the hunger stimulating hormone
1: and yeah that's actually totally true literally bang on yeah so if you have poor sleep you're not recovering properly your hormones won't regulate properly you can potentially be a lot hungrier the next day a lot more stressed Mm -hmm. and then that can lead to overeating so that's got that's a big big true
0: yeah 100% true one it impacts your stress one two it can actually directly impact your hunger hormones and make you hungry so yeah true 100% and it's one that a lot of people fail to consider so yeah I'll actually give that a thumbs up I'm actually dead sure yeah. that they've discussed that to be honest yeah so, because
1: it's hugely underrated people don't yeah, realize definitely. the effects of it
0: yeah amazing okay number six um, order first when eating out obviously this is not applicable right now but let's fast forward to hopefully about summer when the world's a bit more normal um if we if we order last we copy others around us so stick to your good intentions and order first you're not swayed i'd not thought about that but i think that's quite true because if you were going out with some colleagues and say it was like a christmas party and you're like no i want to be good so i'm gonna order the chicken and salad if every yeah. single one of your colleagues before you orders a pizza you're probably going to go forget it i'll just 100 absolutely i think that's
1: definitely true yeah
0: yeah i do i like that one it's probably applicable to home situations as well like if you're ordering takeout now um because you can't eat out and you're saying i'm probably going to go for a slightly lower calorie option get your order in first yes yeah
1: yeah that's That's a really good approach
0: i like that one actually so that's true next seven flush out fluid oh god here we go To deflate a bloated belly, try adding foods with diuretic properties like watermelon to your diet to help ease any fluid retention. So with this one, it's like, yes, things can help. If you've got water retention, there are things that can help. But water retention has got absolutely no links to body fat. If you're trying to drop body fat, which is the intention here, if you're doing a diet trick or a diet hack, the purpose is to drop body fat. You know, you want to lose body fat to look good, feel banging and all that stuff water retention isn't body fat water isn't fat water is weight weight isn't fat <laughs> so with this one yeah if you're holding water for whatever reason maybe this might be a good one to go for um but in terms of dieting
1: no that's the problem because if someone was to read this one for example and let's say they did go okay i'm gonna try this i'm gonna go eat half a watermelon which has a hell of a lot of water in it which would probably <laughs> Of water weight and um, because we obviously retain water when we're dehydrated um so that would then cause you to probably lose water weight so it would appear that you're losing weight if you yeah. were just basing it off of the scale yeah so i can yeah. see people may think that work works but you could literally drop like four or five pounds of water weight and that's why you get big drops at the start of diets yes
0: things like
1: that. um yeah. so that's the only way that that would work
0: yeah I think what we're trying to basically say here is if you're not actually aware, guys, you need to be aware of when the scale drops. If you have huge scale weight drops, you aren't dropping that amount of body fat. There is a difference between losing fat and losing weight, which is why the scale is not the be all and end all. Even if your scale is going down and down and down and down, you might not always be dropping body fat. And if you are wanting to look good, feel good, your goal is to drop body fat because that is ultimately what is going to make you look and feel better so that's just something to be aware of and mindful and i'm sure this is why grace looks at other things as well with her clients it's not just scale weight it's measurements it's how you feel it's how you look with pictures because that is the goal is to drop your body fat not just weight and that's why sometimes your weight goes up when you you stick into your diet to a t you're doing all of the exercise you're smashing it and you step on the scale and you're up a pound and you're like oh man
1: i've not done anything wrong it's it could be water that's it because your scale weight is made up like our bodies are made up of 60 70 percent of water Mm -hmm. so when you're standing on the scale that contributes to that number of course it does so if anything's more likely going to cause it to fluctuate it's going to be that 60 70 percent of water in your body yeah as opposed to 20 30 percent of fat wonderful
0: so that's no but there's merit to what it says but in terms of dieting diet hacks no i think that's probably the answer to that one yeah. Okay. Number eight. Um, be positive. Sounds good. But let's, read <clears caption. throat> let's read the caption. Let's read yeah. the caption. If you lost half a stone in four weeks and you broke your diet for a night, let yourself enjoy the treat and got and get excited. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> okay. I think what it's saying is it's the thing can, trying to say can there can is if you have a break yeah let me read it again this makes no sense if you lost (laughs) half a stone in four weeks and you broke your diet for a night let yourself enjoy the treat and get excited about shifting the next half stone okay i think i get what it's saying i think it's saying to allow yourself to be more relaxed
1: get back on track to not beat yourself up about deviating from your plan
0: yeah i think that's what it's trying to get out there so let's look at that from a perspective of basically what this person says you've been doing really good you've been following your plan to a t and you have a little bit of a a bit of a break like christmas let's use christmas as an example everyone had a bit of time off over christmas didn't they they didn't track i had a bit more how i think mindset is what dictates people in these situations it either means a oh my god i've i've gone off my plan everything's ruined what's the point the effort mentality or it's a I've I've worked for this I'm allowed a bit of a break and I'm super excited to get back on it because one little blip is not going to make a massive dent in everything that I've done it's not going to undo months of hard work I think that's what it's trying to say there
1: yeah I think so too and that that definitely has merit because if you're if you're approaching it with a all or nothing attitude and when it comes to that moment like over Christmas and you go at it with like a nothing attitude then you're just going to continue kind of spiraling in the opposite direction afterwards whereas if you just take it for what it is also what it says is kind of remain positive so like enjoy it for what it is and focus on the good things that came from it even Mm -hmm. if it slowed you down by one day Um, and then just get back on to your usual plan that you were on before and take it for what it was so and obviously continue to make progress so I think that has huge merit in what it's saying there and like you said it's all mindset isn't it 100% but that one's all right uh, next one go green
0: switch to green tea as it contains high levels of the natural <sighs> compound egcg which can help boost fat burning
1: no no i thought you were going to say eat green as in ve- go green as in eat more vegetables and i was like yes no green tea
0: <laughs> no 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 yes there are some very 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 with green tea there are some links to what it can do for metabolism and stuff. But when we're talking links, I'm talking like a 0.0, not, 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 not percent. I worked in mm-hmm. Holland about. we sell green tea extracts. And it's one of those things that has, it's the caffeine in it. It has a very, very small impact on your energy. It does have a small impact on metabolic rate, but we're talking like microscopic in the grand scheme of if you're not on it with the rest of your diet and your exercise, it's yeah. not going to make any difference. With mm-hmm. things like this, you need to see it as literally the little bits of sprinkles on the top of a cake. You need to build the foundations and make that cake. The little sprinkles just give you that little bit extra. And we're talking a little bit. Yeah. That's it. You
1: you need to fix the main issues at hand first and foremost before even considering things like that because they won't make a difference if you don't do that.
0: No, and let's use examples of, like, bodybuilders and stuff who get into stage lean condition. Like, these people are tiny, lean, you know, next to no body fat on them whatsoever. I'm sure a very good handful of them have never used green tea. Did you use any green
1: tea in your prep, Grace? No. no. No, I didn't. I think, what did I use? No, actually, I might have used like a gingerbread tea, but that was just because it tasted really nice and it helped me stay more full.
0: <laughs> and there you go. So there we go. You can use green tea for satiety purposes, a bit of energy, but is it going to make you super, super lean? No, no, no. next one. Apparently. Oh, this apparently. is brilliant. This one, next one's brilliant, Grace. You're going to love this one. Perfect your mm. posture. Straighten your back and stand with your feet hip-width apart. Gently pull your shoulders back and take deep breaths, keeping your tummy pulled in. Practice this and your tummy muscles will be retrained to stay flat.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, what, hell? <laughs> what has that even got to do with losing fat? It's a diet trick, oh. apparently. And regardless, uh, that doesn't work.
1: It's got nothing to do with fat loss. I mean, I, I don't even think it would strengthen those muscles. It, it might. It might retrain those muscles to stay in that position if you're doing it all day every day. Yeah, but to what I'm basically saying is,
0: it's going to yeah. it's going to help with you. If you've got a bad posture, then yeah, by all means, you want to be doing exercises that do this. If you've got yeah. a back of the but that's just getting you in a, a good posture. If you are overweight, yeah, starting on your posture, out's banging, but that's not going to make you have like a flat stomach or any- oh my god no
1: it's not going to cause you to lose weight the only reason you should do that particular one is if you've got poor posture yeah and um, if improving your posture is a goal alongside other things that are going to yeah. improve your body i think that's all
0: we have to say on that matter that's just absolutely diabolical wow okay this <laughs> next one this next one is a load of rubbish but what it's actually saying is very dangerous and i'm going to unpick it more so 11 okay. weighing yourself on a friday morning Studies suggest that we're likely to be at our lightest on a Friday after a week of of being careful with our diet. By weighing yourself, then, you'll be motivated to stay sensible with food over the weekend. So what that is literally saying is literally... On a weekend, everyone just goes crazy and eats what they want, gets to Monday and thinks right and back on it. By then you'll have undone some of the inflammation that you'll have got from overeating on the weekends. You'll weigh a bit less on a Friday. You'll think you've dropped weight and you'll be like, Brilliant, I can have a pizza this weekend because I've lost weight. And you're in that cycle again. So Mm. that's literally perpetuating the cycle
1: of overeating on weekends. That's disgraceful. Yeah. Well, it's, it's trying to say, did it say in it that by weighing yourself on Friday, you'd be motivated not to do that? Is that what it yeah, said? Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't happen. That doesn't people, happen. People When
0: people see that they've, you know, lost a bit of weight, they'll then be like, oh, I can be a bit more relaxed because I've lost a bit of weight.
1: Mm.
0: I don't think you should weigh yourself every day, personally, but I think doing it a few times over the course of the week, and that's going to keep you more accountable. What you should do is weigh yourself on a Sunday if people are likely to overeat on a friday and saturday weigh yourself on a sunday and then you'd be like oh this is actually you know yeah causing potential it's so
1: bad i'd say it depends on the individual as to like obviously how often they weigh themselves when they weigh themselves because for some people maybe yes weighing themselves on a friday when it's lower would motivate them to continue on the path they've been on but for some people it could cause them to go in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. and the same with like weighing themselves on a sunday if someone was to see it a lot higher that could motivate them to make a change mm. or it could just cause them again to spiral out of control so that's yeah, why it's, it's good true. depending on the individual to, individual to either like you said weigh themselves multiple times a week or if you're comfortable with the scale weight yes weigh yourself every day because you can notice those fluctuations and also gain a weekly average which is probably the truest weight you're ever going to get is a weekly average um yeah and it shows you that fluctuations are normal they're so so normal you'll often fluctuate between like god it could even some people could even be like six pounds throughout the week it could fluctuate up and down
0: yeah no sure okay number
1: 12
0: ditch the cola because caffeine can spike cortisol levels to leave you with fat cells dumped on your tummy oh
1: wow no
0: Uh, no No, i'm just gonna give you a simple Uh, answer to this if you are someone who's going through chronic stress lots of stress yes that can smack your cortisol and potentially lead you to hold my body fat but we're talking chronic stress here we're talking your jobs horrendous mm. you're stressed day in day out a little bit of caffeine from a, a, a coke no, no not at all no
1: next there'll be much more serious things contributing to that than yeah. the coke that you have midday 100 uh, percent. number 13 eat more raw um
0: the fibre they contain triggers your metabolism, so you burn calories twice as fast.
1: No. No, that's not true. I would say if you're eating raw, the only like merit I'd give to that is if you're eating raw, you're eating slower, it's probably going to be a lot more filling because it's more voluminous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're probably going to eat less calories because of it. Because if it's fresh produce and it's raw, then it's normally lower calorie that's the only merit i'd give to that but it's yep, not same. the fire is not going <laughs> to spike your metabolism
0: not neither me okay next eating the light research suggests that eating in the dim makes you eat more because you are more aware of what you're eating
1: so again eating the lights because
0: eating if you eating eating in dim light makes you eat more if you eat in the light you're more aware of what you're eating
1: I mean that kind of comes back to was it number one when it was like yeah. eat with distractions. It's it's kind of mindful eating, isn't it? So if you're aware of what you're doing and you're registering what you're doing a bit close, um, a bit closer than if you were, I guess, eating in the dark or something like that, then it may cause you to make better choices. But no,
0: no. Um, next, get spicy. Um, the plant compound that gives chilli its fiery kick is a proven fat burner. Eating a meal containing chilli raises your metabolic rate for quite several hours and could quell cravings for fatty foods.
1: I think that's a load of crap.
0: I do as well. I am just. I think we should just move on. No, nothing to say on that one apart from no. Um, see, this next one, I just don't understand why it's a one point. Um... It says, basically, pairing a good diet with cardio exercises is the best way to burn calories. Aim for 150 minutes per week. Yes, exercise is good because it promotes a calorie deficit and it is good for you. 100%. That should
1: be number one. That should be basically the description of the article and then they should have little things along with it. Agreed. Like, oh,
0: why? This is what frustrates me about all these diet magazines, the fact that exercise is so... Put under the carpet, like this is su- it's such a big thing, it, it massively mm-hmm. contributes to your energy expenditure, your input, your output, and it's good for you. It's good for it, it arts. also contributes
1: to your entire like lifestyle. So exactly. it just promotes exactly. better choices in general.
0: I'm really frustrated. I like, yes, that's brilliant, but why is it number 16? Why is it not the article? <sighs> Let's go on to 17. What magazine is this in, by the way? It is, um, it just says w- women's own. And then it's a diet special. And what it year cost,
1: is, it? is it recent?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, literally came out the other day. Oh. Um, December 2020, oh. um, £2.10. £2.10 of... I can't even... Big <laughs> potatoes is the next one. Research that looks at the hunger-reducing properties of 38 different foods found that potatoes came in the top spot. Um, just make sure that you stick to moderate portions and avoid adding too much high calorie oil or butter.
1: Yeah, I so mean, to be fair, Potatoes yeah. are apparently the most satiating.
0: Yeah, um, they've got a very
1: they do there. rank
0: very high on the satiety index. Um, yeah. Again, it's just about with this one, like it says, just portion control. Definitely get potatoes in your diet. Actually. They've got a, you know, got a lot of good health benefits as well. Um, a lot of good fi- you know, fibre in there. that's going to help your satiety as well, digestion. Um, but don't just think like with Slimming World, for example. Um, I'm sure this magazine's got some, like, partnership. Yeah, it's a Slimming World on front, so, you know, Mm -hmm. they're in it with each other, you know. I'll slap me an article. Potatoes are free food on Slimming World. You can eat as much potato as you want. Now, if I could eat as much potato as I wanted, especially if you make them into chips, I could eat so many. So many.
1: That's
0: my chips? Yeah, like, banging and so it just comes down to this one is yeah potatoes are definitely a really good one to get in your diet if you are on lower calories because they can help with satiety but you've got to be think about portion control you can't just eat infinite potatoes or you'll be a potato might get that on a t-shirt might get that storm (laughs) into slimming world (laughs) anti-protest can't (laughs) eat as much potatoes as you want that'd go down
1: really well wouldn't it (laughs) okay Dressed as a potato. Dressed as a potato potato as well. Yeah. Dressed as a potato. (laughs) Literally.
0: Okay, number 18. Don't skimp on calories. Eating under 800 calories a day causes your body to slow down to hang on to every calorie. I mean, it's like that myth of starvation mode, this one, isn't it? Where it's yes and no. Like, you'll know from prepping and stuff as well. You do have to get your calories lower as you get into lower body fat. But there is a point that I don't think it becomes,
1: it, it does become too low. Because <laughs> if, if there if there was, then no one would starve to death. <laughs> well, yeah. If That's there was true. such a thing. Uh, if there wasn't, if there was such a thing. Yeah, sorry, a starvation mode. But we do get metabolic adaptation
0: yes, as
1: we run on lower calories. So we'll move less, you know, there's certain things, certain bodily processes that will be stopped oh, mm-hmm. to reserve energy, which is really unhealthy.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Um, like losing our cycle. Yeah. Um, which is one of our like health markers. It's one of our five health markers is our cycle. So if we lose that, that's quite serious. Is, um, it's- so by going so low on calories, your body can can start to adapt to that and reserve energy. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you won't continue to lose weight as yeah. well. There's-
0: what I, people come to me and on their own stupidly low calories and you can lose weight i think for most people they don't realize that you can drop body fat on higher calories than you think less isn't always mm-hmm. more because yes you want to drop body fat but if you're wanting to drop body fat you're probably wanting to do it for a, some for a lot of people for health reasons as well mm-hmm. going stupidly low isn't healthy because like i said it stops because your body needs a certain amount of calories just to do its thing just just to survive mm-hmm. And when it gets to that point where it's only got so much coming in and you're you're needing to move about, it's going to be like, right, I'm going to have to um, stop a few things here because I can't distribute all this energy out because I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. It's like your periods are stopping and other things stop. That isn't healthy. So don't go stupidly low. It's not the answer. You do not need to restrict super, 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 super low to drop body fat because it's not healthy and it's not fun it's horrible and on top
1: of that like the if you're going that low on calories it's not sustainable at all
0: no it no, is no. not
1: um so you because of that reason you're more likely not going to stick to it percent. Um, it's not enjoyable it's horrible what happens when you have social occasions or if you just have you know a meal with your, th- your family or something like that like it's just unrealistic so it you're is. not going to stick to it it's only gonna. it's only going to kind of promote a negative relationship with food so yeah
0: I mean I, yeah, I didn't yeah. get anywhere near that low I mean I got low low don't get me wrong when I did my diet last year my, my prep yeah. and that was horrible and that that bit when there was on the lower calories was a shorter term thing it was that was for like a month and that was a horrible month and it wasn't even that low so I don't even you, you, I can't sustain it no That's way like could I, I done that
1: so the calories that I got down to on prep weren't that low at all like the yeah. lowest they got on a rest day was like 1500 and something. Because oh what a dream something like that so they were really high and even then that mm-hmm. is that amount of calories is for a prep it's for something that is not meant to be sustained yeah oh, i so hate it's you because the, well, the calories yeah mine were well lower than that on a training
0: <laughs> day as well <laughs>
1: build muscle and your calories will be higher
0: this is the thing guys as well it's all relative like just because like that that's a really good example actually as well Everything's relative, you can't compare someone else's calories to yours. Like if you look at me and Grace on the surface, we both do figure, we both have similarish physiques, but then Grace could okay, diet on that. Same. And I had to bring mine lower. And that's because of a few things. Grace maybe I think more well, Grace probably does have more muscle mass than me. I think Grace is a lot taller than I am. All yeah. of these different things, Grace may have been just generally more active day-to-day than I was. All of these things, if you're seeing someone, even if they look on the surface really similar to you, like a similar age body composition and they're dieting on 1700 that doesn't mean you need to you might need less you could do more so exactly. again don't compare your calories to anyone else which is why i don't like to discuss my calories because people do copy and i know they do and you can't you just can't yeah, I
1: know. No, okay. Not at all,
0: okay let's go on to the next one ditch sugary snacks opt for 30 grams of almonds Less than 200 calories, and they, they're they full of monosaturated fats that can help burn off belly fat. Are they less than 200 calories? Is that right? I think it's probably scraping it. I think it works out about 189 or something. You're my fitness pal now, child. Yeah, so <laughs> <looking.
1: laughs>
0: I mean, with this one, yes, in some respects, because. I, th- I tell people to try and avoid, if you are snacking, sugary ones. Not because sugar is the devil, but simply because sugary snacks impact your insulin response. You eat sugar, your blood sugars come up, they come down, you feel hungrier faster. That is the yeah. only reason why I would opt for other things that are less sugary. But this whole thing of monounsaturated fats help burn off body fat is just a load of trash. It's an absolute load, load of, load of rubbish. Um, if you like, you know, things that are a bit higher in sugar, that's fine, but if you are aware that when you have them you're hungry and five minutes later and you're trying to diet be smart with your choices have foods that are going to keep you fuller for longer so great things high protein snacks are protein yogurts are great fruits better vegetable snacks things that aren't as high in sugar but sugar is not the devil it's just because it can make you feel hungrier faster
1: yeah and like you could argue that almonds are a little bit more nutritionally dense like they're high in protein higher in fat which is good um, for health but at the end of the day if you're trying to lose weight you want to do that in the easiest way possible so if you're going to find it easier to sustain um whatever approach you're taking by including like certain sugary foods as opposed to almonds then you should do that really I agree it's
0: gone to 20 we've got 5 5 more 5 or 6 more now swap <laughs> a butter for peanut butter it contains 12 fewer calories per te- tablespoon than ordinary spread and is higher in protein
1: well that's true It is higher in protein.
0: That's true. It's higher in protein. It's more satiating. If you don't like peanut butter and you prefer butter, have butter for 12 calories, for God's sake. You can sneeze and burn 12 calories. Get a grip. God. Just get a lower fat butter. Yeah, I'll just do that. Simple. Stupid. Next. You could argue
1: have Philadelphia instead of peanut butter. Like
0: yeah that, that one's just a bit stupid really and if you don't like mm. peanut butter don't eat it next get hungry between your meals that's a question um eat more okay. if you eat food that's bulky and full of fiber it will help beat cravings reveals nutritionist amanda hamilton but like this is a big revelation um rather than sipping apple juice eat natural apple instead yes there is merit to that yeah 100 go for things higher in food volume like if you drink like, let's go with a milkshake for example a milkshake is like what 500 calories and how easy is that to drink and yeah. you don't even feel like you've had anything whereas if you had 500 calories of let's say a burger or something you'll feel like you're eating it more or let's go even go with 500 calories of fruit oh my god you'd be stuffed after eating that mm-hmm. stuffed so that one's just down to making smart choices in terms of foods that are higher in volume so that's how much food you get for your calories, and chewing as well because the mechanism of chewing rather than drinking initiates the digestion process which creates the signals which actually go back to your brain making you feel full so yeah there is actually yeah. merit in that i just don't like how she says reveals the nutritionist like it's this big revelation it's not no yeah no not at all get off your high horse amanda hamilton jesus christ <laughs> but no I, th- I think that one speaks for itself it's fact but it's just worded really yeah, exactly it's
1: like in reverse if you're trying to eat a lot of food and you're struggling that then you would turn to drinking your calories instead because,
0: yeah, 100%.
1: Easy, less
0: 100%. Yeah, it's, it's simple things you can do for this as well. So, say for example, um, you normally have a bagel for your lunch. Um, if you're dieting and you're hungry, break that down into bagel thins because then you get two for the same calories. And um, crumpets mm-hmm. go for pikelets because you can get two for the same calories. Uh, things like that, peanut butter, you can get powdered peanut butter, which again is about.
1: Twice yeah, the volume, a, half the calories. There's so many things you can do. There's a lower calorie. There's normally a lower calorie option to most things. Pretty much. And by by choosing them, you're obviously getting the same amount of food for less calories, which means you can have more food overall.
0: Yeah, and it it tricks your mind a bit because you feel like you're eating the same amount of stuff, but it's just less calories, and you'd be surprised at the power that can actually have. So, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, this next one. Oh, here we go. It wouldn't be um, a diet um, hacks without mentioning gluten, would it? Reduce your gluten. The starch can make you bloat. Replace with fruit, fish, and vegetables.
1: I mean, eating fruit, fish, and vegetables is going to be really great. Hundred <laughs> percent. And that's some people really do.
0: Great. Some people do have sort of not necessarily intolerances, but well, yeah, intolerances or allergies to gluten. Like I think I sometimes, if I have quite a bit of bread, pasta, I can bloat a bit. Yeah, but again, same, a little bit. But again, that's not far. Bloating is not the same as losing weight or gaining weight. Mm. With that one, it just comes down to if a food you eat makes you feel really uncomfortable, like it makes you feel bloated and sick and horrible, just don't bother eating it. But you get because
1: I think that that can kind of when something makes you feel like that, that can also lead to worse decisions. I would say because you're just feeling bad about yourself. So. But gluten does not make
0: you fat. Well. Like people say they go gluten don't. free. I'm cutting out carbs. No, gluten does not make you fat. Gluten is not the devil. The only time you should avoid eating gluten is if you
1: do have an allergy or quite a bad intolerance. End of story. To yeah, that. I think a lot of people believe that they have gluten intolerances when they probably don't though, because no. it's because magazines like this say stuff like that. <laughs> Very few people do, and if you have one,
0: you'll know about it because it makes you really yeah. poorly. Um bread is good bread is nice rice is nice don't stop it guys don't it's good <laughs> number 23 eat like you're on a first date how would you eat on a first date <laughs> slowly oh, and delicately um imagine putting this into practice in your day-to-day life now this one's stupid because i've been on two first dates i mean we're talking years ago now or maybe three you know even even the most recent one to be honest i don't care i don't try and eat like a I girl i remember on a date once like this guy eating he got something really small and i was having this massive burrito and i was like i don't care i want to eat this burrito so <laughs> that one's just stupid
1: yeah That's
0: and like daft.
1: and if you're going if you're eating more delicately on a first date why just be yourself <laughs> yeah because you're
0: not being yourself there you're being fake so it's stupid yeah. 24 strike a balance two-thirds of every meal should be beans pulses veg and fruit Just a week should show results by eating like this.
1: I mean, you should definitely have balance in your meals. I'm not sure about the beans. What what did it say? Beans? Beans, pulses, veg
0: and fruit. Two thirds. That's quite a lot on your plate. Two thirds is way too much. You want to
1: have a protein source, a carb source, a fat source, and then some veg or fruit on the side. That's a balanced meal, basically. But it, it does help to include meals like that because it's going to help, well, Those types of foods are quite filling.
0: Yeah.
1: Highly nutritious.
0: Yeah. Thing is as well, that's unrealistic. Who could eat? Who could eat like that? Who could have? I'd be on the toilet all day if I ate like that. It'd be awful. Right, should we go for the final one? Finish on a good one.
1: Eat from red
0: plates. The brain sees red as danger and eats 40% less calories at mealtimes.
1: see how that could potentially like from a psychological perspective that could cause you to have like a negative association with what you're eating. So you eat less of it. I just think it's rubbish to be honest with you. I don't think you should try and do it. I don't think anyone should try and do it. You would see where the the approach would come from, but at the end of the day, that's not going to fix anything.
0: No, I don't think so either,
1: but that's that. That
0: is the 25 tips. Um, debunked, sorry if you can hear, that. that's my dog in the background going crazy. Um, I' have a call cockapoo. But I think that's a really good um sign that we've wrapped this up on a on a good note. So, yeah, I hope that's cleared up some stuff. I hope you've learned a few things and I hope you realize that you don't have to drink green tea, eat just potatoes in the lights without drinking coke no gluten
1: and from red plates to lose weight No, yeah, exactly you just need a calorie deficit and you yep. need to do it in the most sustainable approach that you can do yep 100%. and that's the most important
0: thing and what we will say on this is if you do have any questions if you do come across anything and um, that you're not sure of in like magazines articles um our dms will always be open on instagram and um, if you just want to drop us a question but, like is this true is this not and to be honest, if you've got any funny ones, share them with us because we'd love to see yeah, them as well and know. hear about some of um, the great diet myths that you've been told or come across on your time. And who knows, it might be a topic for another podcast.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: But anyways, I think we'll wrap that one up. That's been a good solid, I don't know, about an hour, something like that. But who knows? Something
1: like that. We can Time swallow, flies we? when you're
0: debunking myths, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> there's too many
0: of them. Too many. And that was only 25. And I bet there's a fair few more out there. But we shall see you on the next one, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you later.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.